The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Pick 6 Podcast and YouTube show, I guess. YouTube stream, is that what we call it? Uh, This is hosted by Sean Ryan and Brad of the Get Paid Podcast. Brad, over the last year or so, has been begging me to stop getting so analytical with the uh with the episodes and um and just start uh, start getting real right this is like have, 1995 yes. real world right yeah um, so what we wanted to do is we want to put together a pretty much nice and easy but breezy um little show uh it's called pick six so literally this is what we're doing we're picking six winners against the spread we're picking six daily fantasy uh, players as well that would be sleeper daily fantasy picks and just you know a little building a little credibility brad and i for for long listeners that get paid you'll know this uh, but Brad and I, when we agreed on our against the spread picks, we were 65% last season. And so, again, we said in the offseason, what if we just, first of all, wager a lot on only the bets that we agree on? And then, two, why don't we just do another kind of sum-up show at the end of the week, tidy up the week if there if any big news has gone on, and um, and let's just uh, make our picks to the masses just so uh, you know we can help our uh, our audience earn some money, too. So that's what this is all about. Brad, by the way, how are you doing, buddy? I'm well, buddy. I'm a little hungover today. I yeah. celebrated yesterday. Start of the season. 1-0 with a division <laughs> road win is literally the best way you can start a season. Uh, so I'm going to say cheers to the defense. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to drink it with two hands because yeah, no man go. should ever do that. <laughs> so the Packers, actually, Brad and I, that was one of the picks that we agreed on. So we're also 1-0. Right. We are Brad. also 1-0. Fantastic. Yep. Um, so 1-0 to start the season. Brad and I saw the game. Um, maybe not going exactly how it went. I mean, I didn't expect the defensive battle. If you had told me that the Packers would only score 10 points before the night started, I would have said loss. I'm sure you would Absolutely. have as well. Yeah. Um, but we also did say, you know, one of the one of the things about training camp that we've been talking about and people saying, you know, players don't need training camp and all that stuff. They're professionals. The, the reality is that training Training camp is also used to sharpen offenses up. And so when a team like Green Bay or the Rams or, you know, pick your team, when they don't even play their quarterback in preseason or they don't play their key, and it's the skill offensive players. It's not the offensive linemen. It's not the defensive linemen. It's the skill players for the offense. They don't. You can expect some rust. And that's part of what makes preseason suck is that the offenses are rusty. And so I— Sorry, Sean, to interrupt. But the thing about offenses is it it requires— nuance and finesse and yeah. timing no, and sure. i don't think defense translates in the same way defense you can just kind of get out there lace them up and and blow everybody up right absolutely but offense requires a little bit of a a dance you got to be able to move mm. together and if you don't practice it's not going to be there it is like a ballroom dance i didn't uh, didn't walter payton do some ballroom dancing to uh to help he did team? so did, did antonio Atlanta. brown correct Ooh, oh and we'll talk about him a little later um, we'll uh-huh. get to our picks. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I thought, and I, again, I said this and get paid earlier in the week, was um, I, it, as a gambler, I don't really bet over-unders. I'm usually just against the spread. But if I'm a gambler, I'm betting the under um, on most of these games because I don't think we're going to – I think we're going to see a lot of sloppy play. I think we're going to yeah. see a lot of stupid penalties, um, you know, on the offensive side, a lot of holdings, uh, maybe some offsides, you know, that kind of thing. There's one team that comes to mind that will not suffer from this dynamic, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. 
That I think true. they may right. I think they come out and they just fire. Yeah, but you know, to be fair too, they also played Mahomes a little bit. And yeah, you know, the Falcons are another team. They played their starters. They didn't. I was a little critical of them in my uh, my um, for the people. Um, watching this on YouTube, my fantasy football almanac. I'm wearing my shirt there. In my almanac, I was a little uh, my my post you know preseason notes. I was a little critical of of the Falcons. Maybe not critical, but just saying they don't look sharp. I'm not worried about them, but they don't look that sharp. But the thing is, honestly, they got a lot of the rust off. I think um, yeah. One of the games that I think we agreed on, but we didn't use for today, um, was the Atlanta game. Atlanta over Minnesota. I think they're getting three points or something like that. Um, and that's you know one of the reasons. The other reason is I, I just like what the team is going to be doing. They're playing in a dome. Uh, Matt Ryan does well in a dome, but that's going to be an interesting game. That's why we didn't pick it for this one, and we're kind of on the fence on it. Well, Sean, it's a little bit of a lose-lose, right? Because there's so much risk involved with playing this sport. Mm. So you have two choices. You either put your starters out there to work together and risk injury. I mean, if that happens, you're a total schmuck, right? right. Whatever coach it is. But if you don't put them out there, you're going to kind of get what we saw last night. Yeah, sure. Neither offense looked good. You'd have to anticipate that the Green Bay offense, mostly the reason was rust. But yeah. Chicago's offense, quite possibly, it might be terrible. But that is that is true. But they Chicago, just might be pretty bad. But Chicago also rested a lot of their starters, which I was another thing I was surprised at. Like to me, me and you, Brad, when we were talking to me, to the two of us, it was pretty obvious that the Green Bay Packers are going to win this game, right? As obvious as a as a bet could be. Like I felt as good about it. We'll say, um, yeah, it was, and and we were in the minority there. You know, Green Bay, yeah. in my opinion, was the, is the better team coming into this. And, you know, I know they had new offenses, like a new offensive system and all that. But to um, to basically be getting three points in that situation, Aaron Rodgers, three points over Trubisky. You got, you got to like that matchup. And I was surprised at the yeah. spread. I was. I thought it would be an even pick. Yep. Maybe Green Bay um, one point on these. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think that the Green Bay defense has evolved – to be that good in such a short time period, I think it's Can a combination. combination. You know, they always Chicago being a little, a little, a little shaky. Um, I, you know, they say a lot of times, like if you read like the beat reporters and everything early in camp, the first week or two weeks of camp, they'll say, you know, the offense isn't looking sharp yet. The defense is ahead of the offense, and it usually takes a little while for the offense yeah. to catch up to the defense, and that's just a normal thing. And I do think it's a combination, though. And I've always really liked Mike Patton. And so when um, you know when uh, everybody's favorite Canadian hockey goalie took over the Le uh, Fleur came and took over the uh, Packers, I was really happy for the Packers that they kept Petten because I think he was an underrated defensive coordinator. I think the 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 narrative on Petten was that you know he was Rex Ryan's kind of I don't know you know he was carrying Rex Ryan's jockstrap with the Jets and everything, and then he went to the Buffalo to the Buffalo Bills and all that. But people forget that Mike Petten won like won games with Johnny Manziel at quarterback in Cleveland as a head coach. Like, that guy can coach. And, you know, the Redskins had an opportunity to hire him. They didn't. A few teams had an opportunity to hire him. They didn't. I liked his energy. I just think he's a good defensive coach. So I'm interested to see, what is this, year two of that, of this defensive scheme? I'm really interested to see if they blossom. My bet is that they will. And I know Green Bay also added some talent in the draft. Um, Yep. Yep. So the past uh, again, couple years. and this is all, and then um, the emphasis um, on trying to establish the run. Um, it, those are two big reasons I like Green Bay because, in theory, that should take some of the heat off of um, off of Aaron Rodgers and let him do what he can do. Now, last you know, last night, it, you know, they couldn't get anything going in the run. I know that, but it's also Chicago's defense. So yeah, I'm, I'm not too I, put I, off. I will say this: is that that uh, Khalil Mack man? Boy, is he something mm-hmm. else. 
Yeah. He is he is worth every penny that they give him. Yeah. He's just like a total game changer. And another thing, man, you know, I had my neighbor over uh, last night for the game. He's mm. from Wisconsin as well. And he was saying the same thing. We need to get running the game, running the ball, run the ball. I don't know, man. I think that's like a 1995 mentality. I think now the pass sets up the run. I, I don't know. I've just never been more over running backs and having the running game to win mentality as I have been. Well, I think you, I, I agree, but I also disagree. I think that you need to have the threat of a run to really get the most out of your passing game. Just, just even as much as, as a threat yeah. makes it effective. Yeah, right. like, you know, um, you remember that Super Bowl that uh, was the uh, the Patriots, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win against the uh, against the Rams and Mike Martz. I mean, Bill Belichick was literally, he was playing two defensive linemen in some of that game, just daring Martz to run the ball. Mm. And if they went to the run the, the Rams would have won that game you have Marshall Falk running that ball but they just wanted to pass and so you know Belichick you know smart defensive guys you know like a Petten or uh, like a Pagano in Chicago or whatever they can basically they're trying to take one aspect of the game away to make a team one-dimensional that's actually why again we're not going to talk about it this week but that's why I like New Orleans this week and you like Houston I like New Orleans because I think New Orleans is going to be able to shut down the run against Houston yeah. make Deshaun Watson try to beat them with a, an offensive line that has kind of been shaky I know they just added Tunsil but um, but that's just that's just an example of that um, quickly Brett I want to get to the the six daily fantasy um, sleepers or I should budget plays whatever the heck you guys want to call them I want to give you my top six this week in terms of bang for the buck uh, budget players the first is Kirk Cousins uh, at fifty five hundred dollars on DraftKings, I'm a DraftKings player, guys. Sorry, I don't really check FanDuel because I don't I don't like some of the the, the stuff that they do. It's a personal preference. Fan, uh, DraftKings isn't a sponsor or anything like that. It would be sweet though if they were a sponsor of the first ever show, though, wouldn't it be? That would have been awesome. Soon enough, brother. Soon enough. But um, so Kirk Cousins, I like him. I like the matchup against Atlanta's defense. I think this is one of the few games that probably will be close to the over. Um, I like Minnesota's defense. <laughs> I don't like Atlanta's defense. Um, the reason I like Atlanta in that game is because I think. Atlanta's offense is going to take a step forward. Um, but Kirk Cousins, he's going to have Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. I think he's going to throw the ball. Yes, I know Minnesota wants to run the ball. They have Gary Kubiak there as a um, as a consultant now, which is really cool. I think the run game is going to be great. I think, by the way, Dalvin Cook, I didn't add two uh, Vikings on this, but I think Dalvin Cook will have a very nice week as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I think he is uh, he's going to have quite a nice game with uh, Diggs and Thielen there, so he'll be fine. Uh, number two on my list is Austin Eckler, Brad. I think, um, and we're going to be talking about the Chargers a little bit. I think this, uh, the, the, I was going to say San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. I know it almost got me. It almost got me. The we got to start putting money into a pot. I know every time right? everybody like gets a swear it, jar. Yeah. It's like the skins game, but, uh, but it's the, it's the Los Angeles for San Diego. Yeah. Chargers it's our game. version of a swear jar. We're I doing know. it. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs> Um, I like Eckler. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I know Colin Coward, you and I were talking before the show, Coward, um, you know, he is actually picking the Colts, and I like what the Colts are doing, uh, but we both, I was, I, you know, my analytics that I do, my algorithms were a little hung up. I was a little hung up, but um, you felt pretty strongly about the Chargers. you want to talk about that game and why you just think the, that they're going to match up well? Yeah, I, uh, you know, your best player, the the leader of your franchise for arguably the next decade, just up and quits. And it's yeah. like, I don't know how you recover from that, especially in week one, yeah. man. I think they're just all going to be a little clueless. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a safe assumption that they're just going to be too shell-shocked to perform well. Sure. And the Chargers, man, they, they don't mess around. I think if there's two teams that are not going to skip a beat week one offensively, I think one would be Kansas City, and I think the other would be San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. 
I win the money. Oh my god! <laughs> I get the money. Dang I know it it's so it's so hard. Five bucks. Five you know bucks. we're we're turning into that freaking that old group now. We're you know? old man. Uh, yeah, so we can't we can't adjust and see. We can't we can't yeah. change. Yeah, um, Colin Coward. I know he was talking about you know he was suspect with the offensive line, but you know I know they you know, like Okung is out with that crazy embolism issue and all that stuff. But Eckler, man, he produced when he played last year. Gordon has been hurt, you know, banged up, um, you know, in the last couple of years. Eckler is going to do well, um, and he's sitting at right now at DraftKings at fifty five hundred bucks to get a, a starting caliber running back who can run and catch. Uh, yeah, I think he'll give some snaps away to Jackson in the backfield, but $5,500, give me that all day. Another one on the list, Brad, a, a guy that I'm not f- sure how familiar you are with him, but Chris Carson running back for Seattle. Uh-huh. The dude, like, every, no, everybody just overlooks him. I don't understand why, like, in fantasy football and reporting and everything, everything, everybody overlooks the guy. He was, like, second or third, I think, in the league last year in total rushing yards. That's he surprising. runs the ball. Yeah, and, and he's a guy that a lot of people just don't even, you know, they're just like, eh, you know, it's Carson. You know, who cares? But it's Seattle, man. It's a Schottenheimer-led offense. Um, he calls the plays. They want to run the ball. Yes, Russell Wilson is still the guy that makes the offense go. Brad and I are big um, – well, I wouldn't call us fans, but we respect Russell Wilson. We don't really yes. like him, but we respect the hell out of him. Same with Great the Patriots. Call. Don't really like him. We respect the hell out of him. You got to give credit where credit's due, especially when you're gambling, right? Um, look, when it comes to your money, 5700 bucks for a guy who's going to tote the rock um, as much as Carson's going to be. I don't think he's going to give a ton of snaps away to Rashad Penny. I think that's a good buy. Uh, another one, a guy I like, another guy that I think people are sleeping on is uh, the Rams receiver Cooper Cup. Yes. White chocolate over there. He's the yes. like you know he he. I think he shredded his knee like you know the tennis game mark give or take. Um, people forget that he's still tied for the league uh, the team lead in touchdown passes, even though he missed like the last like few games of the year. He's the guy in the slot that makes this system go. Remember, McVay comes from the Shanahan and the Gruden tree. They like to use tight ends. They like to use slot receivers. Well, the Rams don't have a tight end. Golf has really good chemistry with Cooper Cup. And I think that he's the guy that uh, that Goff looks for on the goal line. I think he's a great play. I've I've released some rankings on Reddit here and there, and people are like, "Cup, what are you talking about?" You know, everybody's looking at Woods and and Cooks, but Cup scores really well, and he's sitting at fifty seven hundred bucks in DraftKings. That's a, that's a that's a bargain buy for me. Another guy I kind of like, uh, Brad, somebody we talked about earlier in the preseason. Um, well, not him specifically. Christian Kirk, wide receiver, Arizona. Um, mm. You talked about Cliff Cliff Clavin Kingsbury yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, earlier in the offseason. And um, I just think I think two things. One, I think this team's going to have to throw the ball to win, Arizona. They're playing Detroit. I think they're going to be able to score on Detroit. Now, Brad, you took Detroit um, earlier in the week in the Get Paid podcast. I took Arizona. I think it's going to be a little bit of a sloppy game, but I think Christian Kirk is going to be very explosive. I also, by the way, like Larry Fitzgerald. I just like the value of Christian Kirk better. He's at 4,700. And my last one, number six for my daily fantasy sleepers, Brad, Jason Witten, tight end, Dallas oh, Cowboys. Wow. He's sitting is. at 3000 bucks in DraftKings right now. If you need a cheap tight end, look, I think he got close to like 100 targets two years ago. Then he took a, a brief sabbatical to be part of the worst Monday Night Football oh, God. announcing team in the, in the history. What, what, what's that crew composed of this year? Can we talk about it? Is, um, it, is it Booger still? It, it Booger, Booger is still on that crew, dude. I think he's going to be in the booth this year. I'm not totally sure on that. Booger is still... Ugh. Look, I, I like Booger McFarlane when he's on these talk shows like Mike and Mike. or But that's another version of San Diego. There is no Mike and Mike anymore. But... Right. Um, I, I enjoy him in that capacity, but on Monday Night Football, man, it's so, it's so brutal. 
Yeah, and as we talked about, um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, ESPN did was they put them on basically this large monstrosity that would be up in front of the front row of the fans. They right. would sit them up, and so you're like a season ticket holder. You're going to nationally televised Monday Night Football game. You gotta like stare at Booger McFarland, Get out of there. like on his like on his uh, yeah, <laughs> like rolling ridiculous. around. This <laughs> is so stupid. So stupid. Oh, my goodness. Well, Brad, let's get into um, let's get into the picks now. Um, okay. The six that we picked, our pick six, and then we we actually agreed on quite a bit this week, which isn't totally like us. But since we agreed on it, and six we were sixty five percent. If uh, if the listening audience would want to throw a fiver, or you know, if you're higher roller, you know, that's cool with that. Brad and I are going to be wagering. I think what is it, a hundred bucks a week? We said um, on these picks, so we'll be tracking our progress throughout the season as well. Uh, but we may as well just talk about that first game because we've already teased it a little bit. Uh, the Chargers versus the Colts. Uh, we're both on the Chargers. Um, you know, I don't really think we have to go into too much more detail about them now because of, of what we talked about. But, you know, my thing is, look, I like um, I like Brissett. I don't think the sky is falling there. But Brad, to okay. your point, you know it's hard to it, it's hard to rebound from that. Two weeks ago, you know the leader of your franchise, a Hall of Fame talent, as we talked about, not a Hall of Fame player. He's not going to get in the Hall of Fame unless he comes back and finishes his career out. Um, that's tough, man. So how can how can that Indianapolis coaching staff get them charged up for the game? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be tough, right? Just yeah, motivation wise, be, I don't know. I think it's going to be an emotional struggle. And, you know, maybe I'm a little bit of a victim of the fact that I don't know Jacoby Brissett very well. I don't know what type of guy he is. I don't know what his pedigree is, uh, how well he's played in the past. Uh, I know he was on New England. Is that correct? Yeah, he was on New England, um, and he actually started some years, the deflate gate year where uh, Brady was out for four. He started because Garoppolo started, and then he got hurt, and then Brissett came in. And I think Brissett might have gone one and one or something like that. Then he gets traded to Indianapolis. Uh, the first year, Luck had the issue with the shoulder. He started 15 games that season and uh, went for like 4-11. and 11. Um, But, you know, he was like a 58% passer, which is better than um, Jared Goff's first year as a passer. Um, and he, he had like a close to a 2-1 to one touchdown to interception ratio. That's why I say I don't think the sky's falling. And the yeah. one thing I'll, I'll also say is that that Colts team that he had was really devoid of talent. Um, this new regime, the new GM, I think it's Ballard. Um, he's been adding players, building the offensive line. They have a good run game. I like Marlon Mack. I like the Colts. Um, I still think that they have a fighters to puncher's chance in the AFC South as well. Uh, but you know, I just, uh, and I like Frank Reich a lot. I respect the heck out of him, but I see I your point, well. man. And I, I just really like the chargers. I like their defense. Phillip rivers, I think is maybe the most underrated player in our generation brad um coming up i agree um yeah i think i think he is an an, like a hall of fame caliber player i think he's gonna struggle to get in i see drew Brees uh the same as philip rivers yeah to me they're the same guy and for some reason Brees gets put above him but i've seen rivers do some phenomenal things for a long time now tough guy great leader this is the second cycle that he's been able to build they've gone through the rebuild with him loyal guy to uh, southern california not san diego but uh, the los angeles you know area he's he's local to the organization or i'm say loyal to the organization there look man i like it um i like the value there even though it's um and the, the line actually came down since we last talked about it brad i think it's um, oh, yeah. yeah i think it's closer to six or six and a half we were but you know either way a touchdown covers it i think they can do it um this is the one that makes yeah. me probably the most e- uneasy out of our picks just because my I, analytics, well. yeah, my algorithm, but, you know, we picked six. But keep in mind, you know, we agreed on nine, and, and this made the six, so there you go. Um, let's move it on. 
Uh, why don't we talk about Kansas City, Jacksonville? Because I don't think it's going to take too long to sum up for uh, for our listeners. They have the Kansas City helmet. I have the Jacksonville helmet. Um, yeah, man, I like this game. I find it to be a very interesting game. Um, I think that Jacksonville's defense is going to return to form this year, um, not only because they're just so talented that they can, but they're, I mean, I, I was telling you, man, I watch all the preseason games start to finish. Their backup defense, their second, third, four stringers are just so much faster than all of the second, third, fourteen. I mean, they just have depth, right? Um and I, I and the Foles factor, him be able to convert more third downs, keep the defense fresher. I think that's going to be a big thing. But I just don't see. It's like the unstoppable force against the unmovable object. You know, it's Kansas City is just so so talented. As fast as Jacksonville's defense is, I think Kansas City's offense is faster. But right. why don't you talk about that for a little while? Uh, I like I said, man. I think that Kansas City just comes out humming. You know, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a defense that could keep them down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only way they can be beat is if it's a shootout, much like last last year's game of the year. What was that? Uh, it was the Rams. Rams. Yeah. It was the Rams, Chiefs, right? And Jared last, Goff what, yeah. went toe-to-toe with them. And uh, I think that's what needs to be done. And I don't think that Nick Foles on the Jaguars is in the, the first game. Gonna, in the first game. I mean, yeah. let's just say it out loud. Like, that. That doesn't sound right to me at yeah. all. So I think they cover easy. Yep, I agree. Easy. I agree. I agree. And uh, four points is uh, is a tight spread. I know it's in Jacksonville. And uh, Brad, we're actually road warriors this week. I'm not sure if our top six we have a single home team. Uh, You're right. It's wild. But um, yeah, the it, it's uh, it's. It, 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 Kansas City, they're just phenomenal. And one of the things I really liked, I think an underrated move, and you know, it disturbs some people in the fantasy circles, is um, LaShawn McCoy coming over knows that system really well. And I still think Damian Williams is the starter there, but he'll be able to make that. Like, I think he's the best backup running back Kansas City has had um, in quite some time. And um, and if not, if he ends up starting, then Damian Williams is the best backup running back they've had since, I guess, last year when Damian Williams was backing up Kareem Hunt. Uh, to start the year. Um, and then another guy I like is McCole Hardman. Mecole, McCole, I don't know. Michael, Mokole, Mukole, uh-huh. I don't know. But um, Hardman uh, there, I think he's going to be the opposite starter um, of Tyreek Hill by the end of the year. I think he's going to overtake Sammy Watkins. He is so fast. He's like, he's like the clone of Tyreek Hill, maybe without the off-the-field issues, but... Um, or maybe maybe with him. I I, don't, I really have no idea about the guy, but the dude is fast. Um, he's ascending. He looks so good against you know kind of second teamers. He'll get some opportunities. We'll see him in week one. I would not be shocked to see him you know pull in like a fifty yard touchdown pass or something like that because he's just he flies. He's like a young Deshaun Jackson, Brad. He's like mm. fast. Love so Deshaun fast. Jackson. Love him. Um, let's move it on. Uh, next game, Brad. We have Tennessee plus six at Cleveland. Uh, we're taking Cleveland, or I'm sorry, we're taking Tennessee here. We're taking Tennessee as uh, as much shit pick of the week. As yeah, as much shit as we have talked about Tennessee throughout the season. Um, you know, just kind of sum up and and punch in what we said on the Get Paid podcast. Which, by the way, if you're not a subscriber of it, there will be a link in the show notes um, below. Um, it's on Apple iTunes. We're on the Underdog Podcast Network. Obviously, also on Underdog TV here. But um, it's wild, man. Like the uh, the the Titans, I think, just play everybody so tough. Right. And what we right. don't like about the Titans is we're just not big believers in Mariota. At this point, the dude is he's a he's a fifteen touchdown, ten interception type quarterback. You know, this is like Get a that. this is like a quarterback that Newt Rockney would love to have, right? And I, I, I think that 
I think that the Titans are going to struggle to win and reach their potential with a guy who can't throw for 20 or 30 touchdowns. And I think that Tannehill is going to have something to say. Honestly, I, I called that he would win the starting job by the end of the year, but Vrabel there in Tennessee was very committed to uh, Mariota and, you know, more power to him. He's the coach. I'm not, but I just, I have a, I have a hard time believing the Titans um, can hold up in a shootout. Like they'd have no chance against Kansas city. No chance. None. Right. Um, But, um, you know, on the other side, um, Cleveland, we're just not enamored with the hype. We're worried about the hype. And yeah, I think it's too much hype, man. And there's a, there's a big part of me, I'll be honest, that I want to see them go down in flames. Because they're, they have this, like, bravado, you know, that yeah. they're, like, proclaiming themselves uh-huh. to be the bad boys on the block. And they haven't done anything. <laughs> and they're Cleveland, you know. And it makes me want to see them fail. It's like that hot chick who knows she's hot and, and struts around and acts mm. like it. And you're just like, those I girls think hate you're me. a total piece of shit. Those you know? girls, and those girls like, can't yeah. stand me. Maybe yeah. it's because maybe it's my appearance. I don't know. But well, they can't stand me. Yeah. That's one factor. Let's, let's make a list. <laughs> you know, but it's like, who do you think you are? Yeah, you know? right, yeah. You are not shit. You yeah. have not done anything. You have no reason to be high on yourself. You know who I am? I'm Brad. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know who my uh, dad is? <laughs> And I want to see them fail. Yeah. I do, especially tomorrow or Sunday. Sorry. I think I think the game is a. I think I, I said this um, and get paid, but I think the game is a twenty to nineteen type game. I think Cleveland pulls out an eaker, and I think that the Titans give them everything that they that uh, Cleveland. Yes. Gave. And let's right. not forget about well. this. Since since this schedule came out, right? Everybody's been talking about the Colts. Everybody's been talking about the Texans. Um, you get more talk, I would argue, about the Jaguars than you do about uh, the Titans, right? They're the, they're the forgotten team of the AFC South, of, of, of an often forgotten division, as we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, they want to kill Cleveland, you know, the pretty boys, yeah. right? And I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying they're not tough, but it's like like what you said. It's like the, the hot girl, like they're, they're puffing their chest out like they've accomplished anything. They haven't yet. Right, it's yeah. almost like a pay your due situation. This team, I think, I think Tennessee is going to come out, and you know, I could see them being up like fourteen to nothing at halftime or something yeah, like right. that. Right. Um, now, Cleveland has a lot of weapons. I think those weapons will shine through. But as we said, and get paid, you know, are these are these the Cle- are these Cleveland Browns? Are they the nineteen ninety one Cowboys? Are they the the emerging next team to watch, or are they the nineteen ninety nine Redskins where they had a good squad and then they added a bunch of talent and screwed up the locker room? We'll see. You know, we'll see. I tend to think it's more the latter. I think Cleveland's building towards something good, but I don't think they're just going to come out here and win the first game by fifty points. You know, as as a lot of people are. So I'll take I'll take the six points there. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, let's see. That's our first three so far. We've taken the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Titans. Next game I have up: Brad Denver Monday Night Football even odds at Oakland. We are taking Denver. Mm. Mm. And, um, you know, we talked about this as well. I like what Denver's doing in the offseason, man. Uh, Fangio coming over from the Bears to run this defense that was already a talented defense. They were a very, in my opinion, underrated defense, along with Buffalo. You know, because the team's not doing so well, people don't really pay attention. They always look at the offenses, you know. And so people like see Cleveland last year, they missed the playoffs, but they had a fun offense at the last, se- at last of the season. So everybody's like, hey, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Well, last year, Denver missed the playoffs. They weren't a good team, but their defense was tough, you know. They had some injuries. They had Case Keenum, now Washington starter at quarterback. They had a lot of issues last year. They traded Demarius Thomas in the middle of the year. Um, you know, they had they just had issues to work through. Well, this year they have all this defensive talent. They have Bradley Chubb. They have Von Miller. You have a, just a really good put-together defense, well-put-together defense. Then you have Fangio coming in. Bradley Chubb or Von Miller, they could be the next Khalil Mack. 
Bradley Chubb specifically, you know, Von Miller's a yeah. little he's already established, but you know, they're they're talking they're talking up Bradley Chubb like crazy. This offense, Brad, why don't you talk about Flacco for a little bit? I mean, I like Flacco. I think you know, he's got experience. He's what, twelve years in the league, something mm-hmm. like that. Super Bowl um, winner. No, Super Bowl winner. Um, the game is not too big for him. I think he's also a little bit underrated. Mm-hmm. I think he's I like think he's a, a lot underrated. Yeah, I think yeah. he you know, people describe him as a game manager. Um, and I think he is, but a game manager with a little bit of plus to him. Yeah, just a little bit better than that, man. I think he's it's like Alex Smith, a little bit better, a little bit better yeah, than that. But I think people better. would, I think people would always, um, before the injury last year, people would have said, um, you know, Alex Smith is definitely a better quarterback than Flacco. I would say they're probably similar. And my thought is, <clears throat> you know, before look, we all saw what happened last year when uh, Lamar Jackson took over the team, and they basically became a you know, a wishbone offense. They they were running. They didn't really pass the ball that much. But tough defense, running game, um, they did well. Well, um, Flacco, before he got hurt, was doing well. Um, like, they could have very easily just switched back to Flacco when he came back and probably still made the playoffs, in my opinion. I don't think they were that bad. I don't think Flacco was that bad. But this is a guy, I think, that ever since he signed that big co- uh, contract after the Super Bowl, people have been, like, you know, piling up on him like he didn't deserve the money and maybe he didn't deserve the money back then but these days he's a 17 million dollar a year quarterback i think that's bottom bottom 25 percent for sure it might even be bottom 10 percent of the league in terms of starting quarterbacks um you know jacoby Brissett, who hasn't done a thing in the nfl yet is making 15 you're talking flacco super bowl winning quarterbacks making 17 i like the run game there it's a the new offensive system is a shanahan based system he comes from the shanahan thing it's a new young guy with energy um they're going to be able to run the ball. I love Philip Lindsay. I don't know how often he'll play. I think he's electric. I think he's, you know, he's no Saquon Barkley, but if you put a, in terms of electricity, a player like a down, uh, one tier down from that, you have like Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. The next tier down, I think, is like a Philip Lindsay, and he might even be able to elevate himself up there. My only concern with the De- uh, Denver running game is how often they put in like Freeman, who, by the way, I think is also good. I think he's a better served as a short yardage back for them. And Devontae Booker, who I don't like at all. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I've never seen somebody recover from a, from an Achilles injury that fast. It's insane. Um, Cortland Sutton, I think, is good. And then uh, tight end Noah Fant, who, by the way, if he wasn't playing on Monday Night Football, would have been one of my daily fantasy sleepers. I haven't projected it as 16 this week. I think he's going to really surprise some people. But, um, yeah, man, Denver, I, I just I just think they're going to suffocate them. And why don't you just kind of lead in about Oakland and how weird Antonio Brown is? Oh, my God. Like, Is he like a 16-year-old girl? Like, get over yourself. Not everything is about you. I know. You know, it's like poutings and tantrums and I'm I'm different and everybody else can use these helmets but I refuse to dude get yeah. over yourself man it's like if he does not perform on the field he's going to be a joke yeah like this whole thing is going to be super tragic the only thing that could really give this type of behavior a pass is if he excels in the ways that he has um, in the past and mm-hmm. he probably will I'd yeah. like to think he will but you're not on Pittsburgh anymore. You don't have the Dick LeBeau defense. You don't have a fantastic head coach, and you don't have Big Ben throwing you the ball. Right. And you definitely don't have Le'Veon Bell or tradition of winning. So good luck to you, buddy. I know, man. And um, so I, I don't know if he saw I was catching up on Coward earlier in the week, but there was a tweet where he came out, and he claimed that his whole helmet holdout thing was a ruse, and he was doing it just to get a sponsorship deal, which just kind of makes it, even even worse, either way, either side of that is bad. One, 
you're either holding out and kind of like not coming in and, and, you know, letting your employer down and your teammates down and all that by not coming in so you can get, you know, some money. Um, the other side of that is I think he's, I, I think he makes it up. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe it. I think he just happened to get it. Um, but then, you know, Brad, so after like, you know, the fines and he has a blow up with Mayock and gets suspended and all that. Now he's coming out with the apology and all that stuff. Well, you know why he's apologizing is because um, Albert Brew reported that if the the Raiders suspend him for conduct and detrimental to the team, um, which was because he called uh, Mayock a cracker and cussed him out and all that stuff. If the Raiders suspend him for conduct detrimental to the team, they can void his entire guaranteed money from this contract. All the stuff that he was holding out for from Pittsburgh, right? He can get avoided. What, what is he doing? Like what? What conduct was it? Did that come out yet? No. It, yeah, he he cussed Mayock out after the letter. He confronted him at practice. Okay. Mayock okay. walked away from the situation, um, and it was just a very you know it was a stupid altercation. I you know I'm not going to sit here and say that he's a bad person. He no. he's probably a really great guy. You know he yeah. seems like a good dude. He seems like a good. Well, he's not a great teammate, is he? You know, he pouts and, and blows things up. I but guess it depends on if he's getting the ball, right? Yeah, yeah but he's that type of guy. But yeah. it, I think people like him. Mm-hmm. and uh, But that doesn't mean he's not extremely immature, you know? Right. And it's just like he's like uh, he's like a, a, the Instagram of the NFL. He's one of these guys. He's always sure. got to be seen. He's always got to be heard. It's a very 14-year-old mentality. Yeah, yep. And uh, it's it's embarrassing. It and is it's embarrassing. Like, Get get a hold of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like calm calm the, the f down. Get a hold of your emotions, and just play the best you can, man. That's what you're there to do. You know, if they did not get Antonio Brown, and first of all, or secondly, or thirdly, or wherever we're at at this point, what did the Raiders think they were getting with this ah, trade? Right, right. Why would they have okay. made the deal? Why would they have made that contract? Why? Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay, but it, you know, in their defense. I didn't think it was it would be this bad so soon. So I mean, soon. Dude, so soon. I thought by the end of they the season. Even, I thought yeah. by the end of the season, not before the season, but I did think by the end of the season, yeah. They haven't even played a game yet. <laughs> and he's been there how long now, Sean? Like eight weeks about? <laughs> something like that? <laughs> Have we gone seven days in the past two months without some type of Antonio Brown drama? He's got no skin on his feet. He's got this. He's got that. You know, as I sit here, I'm really quite thankful for it. You know, the, <laughs> know. my world is less boring because of Antonio Brown. All of our Raiders fans are just like, uh, because they know it. You know, you feel the, the, the feel in the bottom of their stomach. Because, you know, you know how it is as like a fan. You're like, oh, the move could work. The move could work. It's like, you know. You're dating, um, dating somebody who's like cheated on every boyfriend that she's ever had or he's ever had. Oh, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. And yeah. I'm gonna be different. different. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna put we're gonna put the situation result. in place to make it better. Yeah. Ah, man, and, and, you know it's it's funny. It's it's the classic. The best player on your team is the receiver. Yeah. I don't think that that like the best quality about my girlfriend is her big boobs. And you are you are not gonna have a whole lot of fun yeah. in that relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe at the, just, maybe at the beginning, not at the end, right? Maybe at the beginning. Well, right. you know, and the the, <laughs> the Raiders aren't even getting I back. Know. <laughs> I you know? know, it's like Antonio Brown already made a scene in front of your ma at dinner. You know what this is, Brad? This is the Seinfeld episode where Brian, where uh, where all uh, Jerry wants is a massage from his massage girlfriend. He doesn't even <laughs> yeah. get the massage. Can't even get the massage. <laughs> It's the only thing he's in there for, and he can't even get it. Look, yeah, yeah, boy, I'm real tense lately. Look, if he comes out, okay, uh, if he comes out yeah. and he gives the fans a massage, 
He gives the organization a massage. Mm-hmm. He scores two touchdowns. Yeah, you're has right. Eight catches for right. 120. Hey, you know what? If you're doing that, by all means, man, just put on a show. Have the Instagram show, and yeah. I think Oakland would be okay with it. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right on that. I think where, unfortunately, what he's doing to himself, it's the Terrell Owens thing, where Terrell Owens probably had a couple of good years left in him, and uh, and he talked his way so, out. Yeah, yeah, and and Antonio Brown's yeah. on that same track. Um, so oh, he well. is on that same track, man. And uh, I, you know, I hope he plays well. It'd be really exciting. I just don't think it's going to be as seamless as yeah. he thinks it might be, man. What they had in Pittsburgh is was special. And, I th- special. and with these with these additions, I think they're getting a little bit of hype. I think Denver's under the radar division game. Again, that defense, I think, is I think that defense is like the sleeper defense of the year. Um, I had the number two on my fantasy football rankings board. Um, I grabbed them in my league, like in the second to last round or last round or something like that. I, I think this is going to be an interesting game. Hey, man, I'll be watching. That's that's we've been talking about this all offseason, man. There, there's really not a bad game on this slate of games this week. Um yeah, it's really phenomenal. It's going to be really fantastic. I would what? Say, I would say out of all the games, maybe the one I'm least interested in watching is Cincinnati Seattle. But yeah, that's still yeah. interesting though because like I think Seattle's or I'm sorry, Cincinnati's new offense, Seattle's always relevant in my opinion. They just got Jadavian Clowney. Um, Cincinnati's getting nine and a half points. You and I, by the way, that's another game we both agreed on. Um, we we actually picked Cincinnati Seattle to win, but Cincinnati to cover. That's a big spread. Um, but yeah, that that's maybe it. But man, there's a ton of good games this week. Yeah, I'll give you another game. Great. I'm not super interested in watching. I will obviously just because we do all this stuff. But uh, Baltimore, our last game of the week, Baltimore. They're now minus six and a half. They were minus seven. They're minus six and a half um, at Miami, and we're both on mm. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I I don't really know really what to say about this. Um, again, you know, for listeners of the Get Paid podcast, we've been bound in this drum. Baltimore, like Seattle, what I just said, is, is just always relevant. They always have a tough defense. The defense yeah. looks just as tough. They're well coached, in my opinion. They play sound football. They're not a stupid team. I love the change at offensive coordinator Greg Roman coming in there, taking over uh, play calling for Lamar Jackson. Um, I think that this team will be able to run the ball. Lamar Jackson actually looked better as a passer, which is a huge deal. I thought this would be more of the same that we saw last year, but they do look to be trying to evolve him a little more, which you have to do. Um, My big question mark on this team has been um, Lamar Jackson. Can he stay healthy for a full 16 games? But Brad, you like the Ravens too, right, buddy? I do like the Ravens, yeah. I, uh, I like Lamar Jackson, I think, a little bit better than others. Uh, I think he shows a lot of potential. I would like it if he ran less. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it doesn't seem like they're afraid of the running. And, and I don't know why, because I think it's a terrible strategy. You yeah. know, I think uh, I think a running quarterback can be effective in the short term, but, yeah. but it doesn't last because that that well runs dry, man. You can't I, – yeah. I mean, have you ever taken a look at Takeo Spikes? Like, have you ever really looked yeah. at that guy? Not could lately. You imagine yeah. that individual, right? Like, he comes to mind when I think think linebacker. Like, could you just imagine that guy trying to like destroy yeah. you and blow you up? And that ain't gonna go well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I, I do like them, and, and also it's a combination of me not liking Miami. Right. I, I don't. Well, here's the thing. Like Miami, I think I think for the future, um, because a lot of people were critical that Fitzpatrick got named the starting quarterback. I think that was influential um, and and just a huge thing in Josh Rosen's development. Let him let him redshirt for a season, please. Keep him away. They just sure, traded sure. Minnesota or Miami. They just traded away Laramie Tunzel. Just traded away Kenny Stills. So a couple of the weapons are gone. The protection's gone. 
this is going to be a, a little bit of a tough draw. Miami's really just trying to hit the reset button. Like, in my opinion, maybe like Cleveland did a couple years ago. You know, they were accumulating draft picks. It's the right thing to do, in my opinion. If I was a GM, the armchair GM here, I would love these moves if I was a Dolphins fan. Look, you're going to take a little bit of pain. They're not going to be in the playoffs. But really, look, they're not the they're the they're the fourth best team in the NFC or the uh, AFC East, yeah. right? I think yeah, Buffalo. That's not a good thing. No, and Buffalo and New York, the Jets, they're they're both improved. And you got the Patriots, who are probably going to win the division unless maybe Tom Brady gets hurt or something. So and I just want to say this: I'm a little bit down on Miami simply because I live here. Yeah, and right. you know, I just I don't respect Miami for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways I don't respect the city is they are not a, a traditional sports town. Be throwing they tomatoes have, at you. No, I know that's the way. That's the way Florida is in whole, man. They they really the don't support Florida their teams. Is. Yeah, I, I think Tampa is a little bit of the yeah, exception. I agree. Because I, I I know a lot of Bucks fans that really love them, but. Yeah. Um, they they don't know and they you know LeBron James comes to town and all of a sudden everybody likes the heat nobody liked the heat yeah everybody just liked to go and get seen you right, know right. and that's just it's kind of like the LA crowd you know is is you get people show up to the games but are they fans you know right so they're I, not so like I'm a Cleveland they're not a Green Bay they're not a Kansas City yeah I get no. you I get you yeah man Fitzpatrick it's hard for me to think that you know Fitzpatrick is going to be able to get a lot going with um who's he got Devontae Parker uh Albert Wilson I think um uh, Kenyon Drake, who I'm pretty sure is going to play. I like look. I like the Dolphins running backs this year. I think they're going to change, but it's a change in regime. Um, it's a change in personnel. They're making trades, man, and you know part of that is that you have some painful years. And I think the 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 Ravens. I'm not saying the Ravens are going to have an offensive explosion, but I like the play calling. I like the throwing. Um, if uh, Jackson can take care of the football and avoid injury, I think Baltimore wins this pretty comfortably. So that's why we take um, we're we're giving the points away. Six and a half is a is a is a pretty big spread. We usually don't pop that high, but I think did it's we worth take it. All this road time. teams? We did all road teams. We this did. Week. That's that's. I guarantee you that never happens again. Yeah, I know. That's um. I and I don't feel great about it, but it just is where it is. We also liked um. We also liked Pittsburgh this week, but Brad and I have a rule: don't bet against Bill Belichick. Don't bet against Tom Brady. Um, early in the season, I like what Pittsburgh's doing. Again, like if you want to take all of the picks where we agreed on, that's another one of them. Um, we like the we like the Steelers this year, but you know Belichick with unlimited time to game plan, he knows what the offense is going to be doing. No thanks, I'll, I'll pass. If this bit bet wins, more power to us for you know hitting the yeah. percentage. We are still listing this as an official bet against the where Brad and Sean agree, but we're not betting this. We're not, we're not putting our own money on it. Uh, we're not putting show money on it. So I'm not going to make that recommendation for you. But you know, there you go. That's the show. This is the first episode. Um, we actually went a little bit longer than I thought we would, Brad. Mister. Yeah, Brad. we did. I had a I had a great time. Yeah. I like it much better in this format. And. Uh... I hope everyone enjoyed it as well. Yep, yep. Um, and so, and by the way, Zeke's back too. Um, so Zeke is back. Did you see that press conference where Jerry held up uh, the T-shirt? No, I didn't see the Jerry Jones one. Oh, no. you got to check that out. I'm sure uh, it's on YouTube already. It's fantastic. Okay, I'll go check it. It's, I'll check it out. It was really, really great, man. Awesome. And he, uh, Jerry, owned that dude. It was, it was cool. Good, good, good. Well, hey, mm-hmm. everybody. Um, thanks for uh, tuning in on YouTube. Thanks for listening on Apple Podcasts. If you could give, could give us a subscribe, that'd be great. If you could give us a comment, um, or comments, that would be great as well. Certainly on uh, Apple, if you give us a five star rating, you know that stuff helps the uh, the show grow. I know Brad and I, um, with the Get Paid uh, podcast, we're in sponsorship and all that. That we're actually a little uh, we're getting more of a professional organization feel to our to our thing here but i see I put uh, a shirt on today i know brad put a shirt on he's not wearing any pants but he's, he's got a shirt on 
I'm wearing pajama Halfway. pants, but I have my fantasy football almanac shirt. We got the YouTube studio. I built it out. Um, let me turn it around there. I got a little brick action going on there. That's so cool, man. Yeah, hey. yeah. There you go. That's there you cool. go. I put that. I, I built it with my own bare hands. So. There uh, you go, man. I, I do manly things sometimes. You do, man. You know what? Like I don't wear cologne. I just dust myself in sawdust, baby. Just like some of that. Some of that. That is, that is fantastic, dude. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, yeah. So, like I said, you know, subscribe. Uh, follow me on on uh, Twitter. I'm at tfs underscore sean. Uh, Brad doesn't do the Twitter. Brad doesn't do the Twitter. I don't do social media. I yeah. prefer mental health. Yeah, I yeah, I hear you. In physical, health. I need to take every advantage I can at that. Trust me. Yeah, so. I know, I know. You got you drank a little bit too much last night, so you got a detox I, as well. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, well, my fourth. There you go, there you go. Um, well, we'll be back next week as well. Um, you know, these things are usually going to drop on Saturday afternoons, so you'll have more more than enough time to get your bets and get your daily fantasy sleepers. Uh, you know, we'll always probably be talking about the Thursday games because we'll probably be recording these on Friday, Saturday, something like that. Um, so, you know, the, the format might tweak a little bit, but we're always going to have the daily fantasy sleepers. We're always going to have the six picks against the spread. When we get into basketball and NBA season, we'll probably recruit some help to get, uh, you know, some uh, some betting tips for for those games as well. Uh, but Brad and me, man, we're, we're football specialists. We're excited. We're ready for week one. I cannot wait. I'm going to have all my TVs set up. I'm going to be watching all the games this week. I'm going to be jacked up, not only for this, but for the Get Paid podcast. Subscribe to that as well. Subscribe to the videos. Sean, before before I leave you today, yes. I want to know, beside, we already had Packers-Bears, super yeah. interesting. Yeah. Sunday night, we have uh, Patriots-Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's an obvious one, right? Yeah, right. Which other game on the schedule are you most curious about? I'm Tennessee-Cleveland, far yeah, away. Yeah, me too. I, I gotta I gotta see what Baker Mayfield and company. The only do one there. I want to watch. I, I have to watch it. Look, I, I'm looking forward to watching um, Tennessee. I'm sorry, um, um, Tampa Bay and San Francisco. Okay. I'm looking forward yep. to that because I want to see what Jimmy G looks right. like. Okay. Sure. sure. Uh, I want to see what the Bucks look like and and Jameis Winston looks like with Bruce Arians calling plays. I think there. I think that one is going to be one of the few exceptions this week. I think it'll be in the over. Um, I do like yeah yeah that Pittsburgh that Pittsburgh one obviously. I like Atlanta and Minnesota. Very interest, intrigued at that one. Um, I'll be watching the Redskins because I always watch the Redskins. I'm like the uh, the ex boyfriend who can't really give them up completely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I, like I rooted. Okay, I was man, such a diehard. Yeah, I but, get you. Yeah. So it's um. I'm trying to think. The the Rams Carolina doesn't intrigue me too much, but yeah, I, there's not a bad game out there. There really isn't. So I'll probably have three games going and then the red zone. And there you go. Great. There you go, Just buddy. Just great. Just great. All right, so once again, everybody, thanks for listening. Subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Brad will be wearing a shirt. It'll be great. Me too. Maybe. 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 (laughs) Later. Maybe.